Ceiling Breakers is where we showcase everyday women doing extraordinary things. It's where we pull out the unspoken stories that validate our experiences and unify us as women. Join us as we defy the narrative and highlight Wichita women as non-conforming, patriarchy-shattering, ceiling-breaking leaders who empower us to own our own stories and live our dreams. All right, we are live from the Hive, back for another episode of Ceiling Breakers with Audra and Stacy, and we're so excited to have our guest today, Maggie Ballard. So there's no way you don't know Maggie Ballard, but if for some reason you've <laughs> seriously been living under a rock, she is a neighborhood entrepreneur, a nonprofit founder, and she's currently running for City Council District 6. So welcome, Maggie. Yay! Yeah. Thanks for thank you for Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're so welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I am born and raised in Wichita. Um, the only time I left Riverside was when I went to KU. I uh, came back and um, I bought my first business, uh, Maggie Scotch and Soda. I think maybe Audra went there maybe a few times. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then during that time, I also bought the Riverside Perk, which was my also my very first job when I turned um, a couple weeks before I turned 14, I started working there. So I owned um, that neighborhood business for about four years, and uh, most recently, my son and I started a nonprofit, um, Paxton's Blessing Box. Uh, next month will be five years ago, which is pretty hard to believe. And, and um, right now, I'm working really hard on my campaign so that uh, I can get up there on the bench at City Council. That's amazing. And we were just talking before we jumped on, you're a North High alum, and there's so many cool North High Mm -hmm. alums doing amazing things. And I feel like you were definitely, in my eyes, one of the OGs, buying a business young. I like that. I mean, how scary, you know, to be, I mean, how was that buying your first business? How old were you when you bought that? 22. Wow. So when I came back, um, I started working there for um, a couple months and the owner at the time was living in Kansas City. So I was really doing a lot of more manager type stuff, ordering um, all of those you know things that come with that. And I remember I was annoyed that I was working on Valentine's Day and she came down from Kansas City and was like, you should just buy this. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm 22. Like I, I barely just learned how to bartend. Mm-hmm. And, um, anyway, like by July 1st, um, I figured out how to make that happen. And, um, I remember telling my parents, I was like, well, I mean, what do you think about me buying a bar? And they were like, what? They're like, well, if anybody can do it, you can. And that was all I needed to hear. And we made it happen. And, um, I had it for about 12 years and it was probably 12 years of the best times. Um, I wouldn't trade them for the world. That's amazing. And it sounds like your parents have always been really involved and supportive. Yes. Yes. That is important. They're always the ones (laughs) that are like, just do it. Like whatever it is, if you want to do it, you know, we will, you know, be supportive. We'll be your biggest cheerleaders. And sometimes that's all you need is to just have the support. And now I have my littlest cheerleader and he's taken a huge um, interest in the campaign, which has been really, really cute. And um, yeah, he's in it to win it too. So fun. Well, and I bet that influenced the way your parents raised you and just being that 100% supportive and not being the parents who are saying, think about these 20 risks that you're taking and that's scary, but having such support, did that influence the way you parent Paxton with his nonprofit and everything? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there, and that, you know, of course there's like bumps, you know, in the road, but man, those are the, those are the pieces that just make you stronger. 
Um, you have to learn from some of your mistakes and you need to just keep on going. And um, as long as you don't continue to keep on making those same mistakes, I, I mean, I think it's, I think those are all just part of the, part of the puzzle. Yeah. So, okay. Tell us about yes running for yes. city council. Like what prompted you just let's dive in. Sure. So, I mean, so I just turned 39 a couple weeks ago and I think, you know, Paxton's 11 and, you know, we just need a new generation of young leaders that are willing to step up and, you know, help try to make some of these decisions that we are all seeing, you know, in the public trying to raise a family. I mean, we live in the core, um, you know, schools, parks, roads, you know, all of those things are incredibly important. And, Ultimately and selfishly, I want there to be enough opportunities here in Wichita when Paxton is ready to go to college and start his career and start his own family. I don't want him to feel like he has to go to Tulsa or Oklahoma or Kansas City or Denver or Dallas because Wichita doesn't have enough options or opportunities here for him. So, you know, I'm trying to kind of um, pave the way, you know, for the next generation, too. I love that. And I feel the same way. I mean, I left and came back and um, coming back, it's a whole new Wichita. And I'm so excited and invested in continuing to, to grow the city and the future that there's so many people boots on the ground doing it right now. And, you, and mm-hmm. I can see how you thought that, I mean, this is the number one way to actually impact that is by running yeah. for office, right? And, you know, like for this is our ninth year doing our sock drive. I mean, we have really, I mean, even Paxton included, but you know, I've been doing a lot of this work for a really long time alongside like my normal job. You know, I worked at Comcare, you know, mental health has always been really important to me. Um, in the mid nineties, my parents owned their store um, that was connected to the Eaton. So, you know, I'm 11, 12 years old, like seeing what's going on at NASCAR park, sitting in the lobby of the Eaton because I was bored out of my mind at my parents' store and like talking to veterans, talking to people that, you know, were experiencing mental health issues at that time. And I was so young, but I just learned so early that everybody has a story and it's usually a pretty incredible story and that they needed help, you know, 20, 25 years ago. And some of that stuff hasn't changed, but you know, in the core of the city, we need more options for people that are struggling with either addiction or, um, you know, uh, homelessness, housing, jobs, you know, all of that stuff, you know, is an umbrella under mental health. And right now we just don't have the resources and we have, you know, so many people that are in need. That is something that I want to take to heart and really continue to work hard on. If you're Um, a sober man, you know, it shouldn't take you six months to find an inpatient bed. Like you need to take them immediately that, that second to the facility. And, you know, we just need a lot more of those um, places and facilities so that we can try to help our people. You know, I don't really feel like we can address housing and workforce and stuff until we address the root of the issue, which is the mental health. So a lot of work to do, but I'm, I'm willing to continue to roll up my sleeves and get it done. Yeah, you definitely, I mean, anyone can see following you, even yeah. being away following you and what you've been doing in your mm-hmm. career, anyone can see that you have been digging in for the past decade. This is not, yeah. you know, new work to you. It's just yeah. on a new platform. So when is the election? Right. So it's November the 2nd. Um, you can still get your mail-in ballot right now, which is just www.ksvotes.org. Um, early voting starts on the 18th. And then, of course, 
the, the day of, um, you can find your polling place at that same um, website and go on actual election day. Okay, cool. So we can start Monday the 18th up until November 2nd. People need to be mm-hmm. registered to vote in their current house. They can go Correct. to ksvotes.org mm-hmm. to get registered or make sure they're registered with their current address. Mm-hmm. Get a mail-in ballot or go to a polling station on November 2nd. Right. So it'll be too late to actually register and participate in this race. Um, I believe yesterday, I think the 12th yeah. was the deadline for that. But okay. yes, you can still go to that website even late. I mean, you could still do it now. You just wouldn't be able to participate in this race. But yeah, that's kind of the one-stop shop website for to find all of that information. Yeah. Well, and tell, tell us a little bit about before we went on live, we were talking a little bit about your passion for kind of the millennial generation. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right term, but the, the middle generation. I'll be a millennial. Okay. I'll be I think it is. You know, someone told me the other day we're elder millennials. And yes. I'm like, oh, I, like what? That. I, I don't know if I like that. I call it the Oregon Trail generation where it's like yeah. a little Gen X and yes. a little millennial. Yes. Yeah. Oregon Trail generation. That's that's so yeah. But I mean, tell us about your passion for getting our age group involved in voting. I mean, you see a little bit of a gap there, right? So like, you know, culturally, like, you know, voting has always been incredibly important to my family. You know, we would walk to school and our polling place was on the way to school. So we were either going to do it before school or after school, but we were always typically with them. So we learned, you know, growing up, like how important, like whatever you could vote on, my dad was voting for it. And my mom, and that's just, that's just, it would, that's how my dad was raised. That's how we were raised. But I also learned that like not a lot of people maybe were raised the same way as me. So I just, you know, a lot of us have kids and, you know, we need to be setting that example for them. And the local election is where, you know, you can feel the implemented change, like, right now you know i think we can all you know look at the last 12 to 18 months and realize hey you know local elections they they really do make a lot of decisions school board i mean all of these things like really affect us and i i feel like people aren't paying attention like we're all busy like i don't want to say nobody's busier than me but like we're all busy we all have you know kids or sports or you know whatever you're involved at church or any of that stuff, but they make, they try to make it so easy for you to participate. You can do the mail-in ballot. You can do, you can vote early. You can go the day of, and you know, in our district, there's like 68,000 registered voters and we couldn't even turn out 3000 votes. So there's no line, like wow. there's no excuse. Wow. And it, it's, it honestly is a little bit frustrating because there are so many people complaining and you know, that you know what the turnout is and they didn't all go vote. So I just wish that people would get more involved um, because it is really important. And we need our our children and the younger generations to see the importance of these local elections. So I would just encourage, you know, even at your workplace, I mean, right now it's district one, three, and six um, that'll be on the ballot. And I mean, I would just encourage you you just send an email. I mean, it doesn't have to be that you're supporting me or, you know, whoever it just, the point is just go vote. Like it's mm-hmm. your civic duty. It's your responsibility to go vote. And um, I also think, you know, a lot of people um, don't know that um, ex-felons can go uh, register or I mean, can go vote now as long as you're off papers like that. My dad worked on that for about a year or two. And that is incredible. And I, a lot of people, I don't think know that. And, you know, you've been stripped of your rights for so long, but once you, you know, are done with parole or, or whatever the situation is, you are able and eligible to vote. And I think that's, 
an incredible piece that people don't talk about too. Mm-hmm. Taking that power back. Yeah. Well, I just, I don't know what the deal is with the people not participating. Cause it's not even just young people. A lot of people just don't participate mm-hmm. in local elections. And I don't know if it's just because it's not so in your face, like the presidential yeah. election. Yeah. Um, or, you know, and I, or I think I've talked to some people before that they get confused about if they're not living in that district. So they don't live in your district. They don't live in, you know, what is it? one, three, and six. Yeah, if they don't live in one of those districts that um, that there's nothing to vote on, but there's school board, right? right? There's other, I mean, it's a small ballot. It's mm-hmm. not going to be, you know, right. it's not going to take that long. But and I, anybody yeah. can vote on school board, yeah. too. And so anybody, ne- everybody needs to come and, the, and definitely research the school. I think that's something that you don't even think of. Unless you know somebody running, mm-hmm. you don't think about, right. or it's like, you know, you're, and, and even for people like me who don't have kids in school, you know, sometimes I forget to research. I voted, um, I did mail-in last time, and uh, I really liked it because I could sit down at home and do the research. And um, yeah. oh. I mean, obviously, you're supposed to have that done before you get up there and vote. I mean, I like voting in person, but <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. I kind of liked it better. I didn't feel like rushed. I didn't feel um, I felt like I could think about it more because, you know, some sometimes depending on the election year, what's going on, you know, there's things that we're voting on where there's lots of weird wording and it's like I feel sure. like I try to trick you on things yeah. and so you have to and you're like huh and so to be able to so I kind of liked doing that at home I've never I've never done that before I just did it because of COVID and I really like right. that so um I know my my parents did that last time too and they really liked it um and so I think for those that forget or have a really busy schedule and it just doesn't happen or they don't go because they feel, feel like oh the, the school board's the only thing I can vote on and I don't know anything about that so mm-hmm. I guess I can't you know just get right. that mail-in ballot now and um, you know, go for it. And I think, I think that's part of the reason why people don't get as involved. And some years it's like, you know, when there's a mayoral election or stuff, it's, it's a bigger deal. But even then, yeah, people just don't come out for, and it's like, you can make, it's just so crazy because you can make the most impact. I have a great example of that when I went to, when I was going to college at Fort Hayes State University, I was in Hayes, Kansas. And a lot of students would do like, um, absentee ballots and stuff and and voted in their hometown still Mm -hmm. if they were registered to vote prior to coming to college, which a lot of them probably weren't, but a lot of them, I mean, some were, mm-hmm. um, and it was crazy. I, I was in a political science class, um, that fall and a lot of people, and I voted in, in, in Hayes in that, in that election. And a lot of, you know, a lot of the students didn't, the students and the faculty and everybody make up a lot of the, ta- you know, the town. Yeah. And so my, I had a really good instructor and she was like, yeah, okay, here's a great example. Everyone, oh, and it was a student, um, like a not student council, but student government uh, came in and mm-hmm. talked, and they're like, "So this is a perfect example of why everyone should have voted in this election." Something was it was on the ballot to um, do uh, uh, liquor sales on Sundays because that was still not a thing. You couldn't still, and yeah. it didn't, and it didn't. Not enough people voted for it, so it still you still couldn't get alcohol oh, on Sundays. Yeah. So perfect example for She's college like, students. This is something you care about. Yes, you can make a difference. Yes. And it's like if you guys just would have voted here, you could have. And it was like, oh my gosh. So I always use that example. It's like sometimes it's just those little things that you would. Really, and everyone's complaining. Well, oh, I still can't do this, you know. And yeah. it messes up the restaurants like, well? and whatever the rules were. And they have it now, but back then it yeah. just wasn't. Um, it was just it was so it was on the ballot the next time, and I think more people came out to vote because of that one example. So sometimes you have to find that one thing. Um, and that's yeah. not always going to happen, but I think, um, you know, finding that, um, finding something that you're passionate about and just remembering that we can make a whole lot more difference, like voting for, like, yes, vote. I, I encourage everyone to vote in every election, but the presidential election, it should be lower on your priority than the, than yeah. your, local, your local election should be like on the calendar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, well, and kind of on that topic, you know, as far as the presidential, you know, I think a lot of people, especially in Kansas are like, oh, my vote doesn't count. 
That's, well, you know, I mean, I don't know about. I mean, I'm not going to say that about the, the president, but, you know, in a local election with such a low voter turnout, your vote absolutely yes. counts. And it is more important than ever because it could come down to like a few votes. And that yeah. is that's the difference between, you know, winning and losing. So yeah. and, you know, you also mentioned uh, some people just don't know about it. Well, um, Audra, me and Angela and Susie and a whole bunch of us were um, at lunch trying to plan our 20 year high school reunion. And. Yeah. You know, a bunch of the people that were at our table were like, we had never voted in a primary, you know, before, but they they were all paying attention because I was on it and you know, yeah. probably obnoxious with social media about it, but I don't care. No, like, you have to this is yeah, yeah, you have to constantly just have to be like beating it into people like, hey, this is, yep. this is coming, you know, you can't do anything until this time, but I mean, you're constantly just having to remind people, so you know, I'm hopeful that I was able to, you know, get some younger people, we'll say elder millennials, <laughs> to, to pay attention because I do have a big social media presence and, you know, try to engage them so that maybe, you know, we got to, we plant all these seeds and you just yeah. have to kind of wait to see what happens with them. But um, hopefully, you know, we're able to get some more um, younger people to pay attention because, it's so important. I mean, I just cannot stress that enough to people. So my guess is that one of the barriers is the, the research. So what would you suggest on what did you do growing up? And things are obviously different now with Google and, but how did, how do you suggest people research to prepare for an election? Good question. Sure. I mean, (laughs) different candidates do things different ways. Um, We certainly have a website, you know, we knock doors um, you know, we do every social media outlet possible. And that is, that is kind of the rub, you know, you have to find all the different ways, you know, like older people, you know, they might not be like as big on social media. So, you know, you're trying to drive, you know, different crowds, like different ways. So, um, you know, we did newsletters, like the neighborhood newsletters and, um, just anything that we could think of to try to, to, to try to reach people in, in different ways, you know, a little, the news has covered a little bit of it. The Eagles covered a little bit of it, but a lot of people don't read the paper, you know? So, um, I've done tons of like neighborhood meet and greets in different parts of the district to try to like go to people and not just, you know, expect them to come to me. Um, so I've, I've done really well on, you know, our district starts on the north side of Douglas and goes all the way to the city limit up north. So past like almost 56, 57 up in that area. And then basically 135 to 235. So, you know, we have Riverside, downtown, Midtown, Orchard, Benjamin Hill, you know, I mean, it just goes way, you know, all and all the way up. So I tried to do some type of meet and greet in a lot of different parts of the district just to try to make everybody feel, you know, equal also, you know, like I'm just because I live in Riverside, like that's not just my total focus. You know, there's a lot more to the district than just Riverside. So I try to do really good about going and showing my love to everybody because um, our whole district is equally important, not just downtown or, you know, wherever I know the most people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you do kind of have a weird district. It's kind of split up weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like Indian yeah. Hills and then I live downtown. So then it's also, it's just like, people are like, oh, what? It's just very, or some people don't yeah. know what district they live in. So mm-hmm. looking that up, you can look it up on the city. You can look at, there's lots of webs. There's mm-hmm. websites to go to for looking up the candidates and doing a little, especially like the school board. Maybe if you, you don't want to, you don't 
you're not going to dig in too deep, but you can at least see a little bit about it. And I think just doing that ahead of time helps. And I think if you if you get them, if you get people to to do to vote in one local election, that they'll hopefully continue. So getting your yeah. friends and getting yeah, that's important because they're like, hey, we're going to support Maggie, and they're going to go, and then hopefully they'll continue. Maybe if they haven't been voting in those local elections, so. I think well, that's great. And for our business owners, you could always, you know, mm-hmm. provide, you know, the couple hours off to go, you know, yes. encourage your employees to leave for a long lunch and go. Yeah. Go to... Make it like a fun thing. We mm-hmm. always do like a, well, we used to do like dollar off beers with your like voting sticker, but now that everybody votes early or they vote from home, it's not, it's not really a thing. So we try to do some other like vote for your favorite beer and like remind people to like uh-huh. make sure you vote. Yeah. Like, I don't know, just we try to like plant that seed too of like, don't forget. So um, I think that's great. I even talked to Paxton's school. I was like, I know yeah. you guys like can't vote, you know, on something, but I don't care if you vote on cheese, pizza, or pepperoni, yeah. pizza, like, whatever. Like we need to start talking yes. about, you know, there's more elections than just the presidential election. Yes. So, yeah. and you know, with those little meet and greets too, like one of my big pushes on my platform is supporting small local business. So I went to mm-hmm. like, all the, you know, little places like Connie, you know, all the local businesses mm-hmm. to like try to, you know, hey, I, I, you know, I'm a business owner too. Like I get it, you know, it's important. And I, I think it's really important to be supportive. And that means going and having a beer or a cup of coffee or yeah. a taco. Taking so who doesn't love there. all of those things? Yeah. yeah. That's great. So tell us a little bit more about your platform. Right. So um, I would say like my top three um, issues will say that um, I'm really working hard on is uh, mental health and domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the worst DV numbers in the state, which is mm-hmm. really scary. Um, but I think those are kind of intertwined with mental health. I don't think we can address one without the other. Um, the second one is customer service. And by that, I mean, you know, listening right. you know um, to, you know, the, Different candidates do things different ways. Sorry, we're having a little weird replay. Um, Just being available, responding, um, you know, going to the community and not just into our district and not just expecting them to come to us. Um, Really being open, problem solver, you know, reminding them that I'm working for them, basically, Mm -hmm. and it's not the other way around. Mm -hmm. And then um, just supporting small local business. I think especially District 6, um, we have a lot of, you know, generationally run businesses, Savoots, yeah. Connie's, yeah. Wichita Walden, mm-hmm. you know, all of these businesses on the North End have really stood the test of time. And I want to make sure that, you know, they are supported and also that um, they know that they have a voice at City Hall. Like, I want to help them navigate. I mean, it's, it's a complicated um, system to try to run your own business and, you know, figure out all the all the nooks and crannies of it. And if you have you know, a point that you can reach out to, which would be me, and then, you know, be able to help from there. I just think it's um, less intimidating and um, and it's a good feel to know that they have somebody that's there to help. Yeah. I wish somebody would have been there for me. I love that. Yeah, I was going to say, yes. I definitely don't know that I've felt like that in my mm-hmm. life, that I have someone in my district working for me. And mm-hmm. if I have a problem, that's my point person that I can go to. It felt, feels a little bit more untouchable. Yeah. So I love that you're trying to break down those barriers. Well, not everybody's able to pay for it. You know, like I paid, um, I mean, I hired an attorney the second time to like, just make sure that everything was like, okay. And, you know, help me figure everything out. But, you know, you're already doing, you know, starting your business and have all of those expenses. Like 
you shouldn't have to hire somebody to help you, you know, want to start a business, you know, and, and walk, you know, mm-hmm. walk alongside you to help you make that happen. So I just yeah. want to be available. You know, I think that's really important. And those are things that I learned during my whole process. And, you know, I want to learn from that and, you know, hopefully um, someone else won't have that same experience. It'll be a little smoother. Yeah. We have some people on Facebook. Tanya Shyrock says, good morning. And good morning. Um, she says um, the city council vote on Tuesday definitely proves uh, the importance of local elections um, yeah. and people, you know, showing up the, you know, getting the NDO pass was, was huge. So great example. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. A great recent example. So we're wrapping up our time here, but tell us a little bit about, um, we always like to get like advice for like what your advice is for, um, you know, young people wanting to vote or wanting to um, run for office, especially uh, young women. Or maybe even just young women who want to get in, yeah. get more in the know of what's going on in their city, too. That would be something I'd love to hear your advice on. Well, as far as, um, I mean, just do it. Like, <laughs> there's things that, you know, I'm now, like, Junior League's the perfect example for me. Like, I talked out for 10 years. And then, you know, all my friends were, like, trying to get me to do it. And I just wish I would have done it sooner. Like, it's great. I love it. I should have been doing it you know, 15 years ago. So, I mean, I would just encourage people like, don't overthink it, like just do it. And if it's something, you know, that you're interested in, you know, look into it a little bit and then just go and like, try it. I feel like, you know, um, we put things off for so long um, and, you know, we really don't have to. And most of the time when we do finally get there, we're we're disappointed that we've waited so long. So, um, and as far as local politics, we, girls, we got to get in there. Yeah, yeah. We gotta get in there. And I would just encourage anybody that has that that wants to, or um, there's so many like boards that you can get on advisory boards, or I mean, if you just want to like get your feet wet a little bit, there's a ton of opportunities. I think Mayor Whipple just said there's so many um, open vacancies on different boards. You can just go to their website and and check that out, the um, Wichita.gov, and um, just get involved a little bit, you know. And if that one's not for you, just do you know do what you signed up to do and move to the next next one but just get informed get involved and um i don't think that you will regret it yeah that's great for sure it's great advice well and i was just thinking when you said um you know joining all these uh, you know advisory boards and everything and that's um Mm -hmm. a friend of mine faith martin she is on um, diversity and inclusion and she's on her dad Mm -hmm. board and she got she um lost her job during um during the first part of COVID. And so she went back to school and she's just been, she's still looking for a job, but she just wants the right opportunity. And she is, she is able to not work right now. So she's focusing mm-hmm. on school and she's on like every board there is doing all these things. And it's like, she's opened my eyes. I mean, I knew that, that some of them existed, but there are like so many more opportunities to do things that yeah. I didn't even realize. And so just getting involved and, you know, she's, she's definitely using her time, not working wisely, like mm. being able to get involved and learn more things and, and really make an impact. Like I'm just so proud of her. And so I think definitely research like your community and your districts because the County and the city are different. This yes. like, it's like mm-hmm. kind of weird. So definitely research that and reach, and you know what, you can reach out to the mayor too and just ask like, where, what should I do? And mm-hmm. um, I'm sure Janet will respond to you and it'll be, it'll be, it'll be great. So just, listen. you're exactly right. Yes. Just let, just ask somebody, ask, ask Maggie, ask, just get reach us. Yeah, where, for say, sure. hey, where am I at? Where, what can I do? Somebody will, will let you know, you don't have to do, we talked about doing research. Yes, do research, but you don't have to kill yourself trying to figure out how you can get involved. Like we can, 
there's help. And I think that's important too, just to that, like the average, you know, citizen can be a part of a solution that we're trying to work on or, you know, everybody has a different idea and I think they're all, you know, important to listen to and, you know, choose the best one, but at least you're kind of part of that process. Yeah. So to wrap up, uh, what part of your story is most untold? Maybe we don't see on social media or we don't know from just knowing all the amazing things you've done. What's maybe something that people don't know? Gosh, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, um, maybe my, I mean, I don't know. Not even really that. I don't know. You guys have stumped me. Sorry, um, I sent you the question. Yeah, you, you have such a big presence on social media that we know. I do, I do. I feel like pro- there's not a lot of secrets. Yeah, you're probably like, nothing, there's um, nothing left. Everyone knows everything about me. everything. Yeah. I mean, I really do hope someday that I can like get back into the bar business. I mean, I really, yeah. I miss, I really miss that. Um, you know, talking with people every day. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah. maybe someday, maybe someday, maybe yes. we'll get back there. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, and I think my customers would be really happy too. Yeah. <laughs> you had such loyal customers. That's, that's for so, sure. Yeah. Well, yes. thank we'll you so much. Yeah. That. Thank you so much for joining us and um, taking some time out of your busy campaigning. And I didn't, I didn't start with this, but Ceiling Breakers does not endorse any specific candidates, but we do always support women running um, no matter what. And we always support and we want to encourage everyone to make sure they go out and vote on November 2nd, no matter where they, what district they're in, what they're doing, or if they're not from Wichita, wherever, you know, whatever election they have um, to, to definitely go out and vote this November. So Thank you. Well, thank you so much for, for um, this opportunity. It was so nice to talk to you guys, and um, I hope to see you guys soon. Yeah, thanks for saying yes. 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 <laughs> just, just doing it, like yes. you said. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. See you later, Bye. everyone.